Hi everyone, you're listening to the Millennial Preacher Podcast with myself, Ryan Roberts. Today we're going to be talking about what the Millennial Preacher is, what you can expect from this podcast and our other ministries, and kind of dive in head first and what we're actually going to be doing with this thing. I'm excited, so let's get started. Hi everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Millennial Preacher Podcast. I thank you for having all the grace that you possibly can because this is the very first of what I hope to be many podcast episodes. If you like the show, be sure to share it with your friends, with your family, with everyone in your inner circle, and I am so thankful that you are one of our listeners. So today, like I said in the intro, we're just talking about what the Millennial Preacher is and why I felt like God laid it on my heart. You know, I've been in college for quite some time. I actually just graduated with my bachelor's degree. I started in 2011 and finished this year in 2019, and so I was able to encounter a lot of different people. Along the way, I questioned myself, I questioned God, I questioned everything around me of why did I make the choice to stay in school, but towards the end of this past semester, I feel like I finally realized maybe the purpose of why God had me in school for such a long period of time. I encountered so many people that were in my age gap, a little bit older than me, a little bit younger than me, and I got to talk to them about their beliefs. I got to talk to them about their culture and and, and their system of thinking and and what their opinions are about God and about the afterlife. And I found something very interesting. Most people in the millennial age gap, if you will, don't have a problem with believing that there is a higher power or a God or maybe even many gods. Most people don't have a problem with saying that there's something else out there. The problem is, is that accepting that there's only one way or one possibility to get to God the Father. I found that many people actually don't have a problem with Jesus. They don't have a problem with his ideals or his message. The problem lies with accepting that the gospel truly is that Jesus was sent, he was the only son of God, he died on a cross for me and you, and that he is the only way to get to the Father. I actually believe that there are many reasons why this has occurred. For one, I think it's very interesting that my generation really is the internet generation. I can still remember the big boom of the internet. I remember the very first computer that I ever saw was actually at my grandparents' house, and it didn't have the internet on it for quite some time. And I remember when we got our first desktop at home. I remember having internet. I remember trying to wait forever for the Disney website and Nickelodeon website and other websites to to actually download on my computer screen. There was no such thing as Wi-Fi. There was no such thing as 3G, 4G, and certainly not 5G and beyond. And I remember, though, that having the Internet in your home meant you had access to anyone and everyone. It felt like you could bring companies and businesses and, and, and anyone that you wanted in your living room or in your office, wherever you were, right there with you. And that's a positive thing in a lot of ways. We're now more connected than we've ever been. But the negative part of it is that it's opened a whole door of different ideals and different opinions. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't listen to some of these ideals and some of these opinions and consider some of the things that they say. But I am saying that now it's not so simple as it used to be. 
used to be when you look at human history it was common that somebody was raised in a home with certain ideals and belief systems a certain culture and that naturally they would accept that as as their own culture and then when they got older that was more than likely who they were going to become something of what their parents and their grandparents and their great-grandparents and all those that came before them something of what they were well we don't have to do that now we now have such a wide range you don't have to go to college to experience a different culture you don't have to travel to do that it's all available in the device that you're listening to this on we all have instant access to any news whether it's fake news or real news right at our fingertips and quite literally that is one of the greatest things that's happened in our generation but maybe it's one of the negative things so you don't have to work to discover your beliefs anymore you don't have to dive into books or libraries or talk to people you don't have to go to a church you don't have to go to a temple you don't have to go to a meeting to listen to somebody you can simply find it all in a matter of seconds and so because of that we all have the buffet mentality where we take a little bit of this and we take a little bit of that and and we take the things that we like and we remove the things that we don't like or that might cause us to have challenge in our own lives and that's where we've become that's that's who we are now we listen to a little bit of everything we ignore the things that are hard or difficult and now we have a generation and we have younger generations and it's even turning into the older generations that are not fully accepting of one belief system and because of that I think it's very difficult to accept the classical the traditional judo Christian values that so many of us especially in the Bible Belt grew up with when I was in college I had an incredible opportunity to take a world religions class it was a very interesting class and it was almost like they planned the whole thing out and I, I can't prove if they did or didn't but I remember on the very first day the professor stood up and he said that we weren't going to be talking about things from a faith perspective we are going to be talking about things from a historical perspective and artistic perspective and a factual perspective However, I don't know how you can talk about someone's faith and not include talking about faith. And, of course, that's exactly what it ended up turning into. He interviewed the class, and he had anyone stand up of various religions. And it was very interesting to me. He first called out anyone that was a Hindu. There was one person that stood up. Anyone that was Buddhist, there was two that stood up. Anyone that was Islamic, I don't believe we had anybody that stood up anybody that was agnostic anybody that was atheist and of course that was most of the room and then he asked if there were any Catholics there was one Catholic that was not practicing anymore and then he asked if there was any Protestant Christians and there was just a few of us in the room I think it was the very first time that I actually really realized that there's so many people that are living right down the road from me that don't believe what I believe the times they are a changing and that certainly wasn't necessarily a bad thing in many areas but this was a very interesting opportunity for me I got to talk to people that that had a completely different viewpoint of what I believe that I hold the most dear to my heart and it was very interesting not to compare our faiths necessarily but to see the points that we agreed upon and the points that we didn't agree upon 
the professor actually said that we had the opportunity to possibly convert to a different religion during this class. Now, mind you, the class was not supposed to be based off of faith or, or trying to evangelize or change someone's opinions or beliefs. And yet he even said that this class, he had had many people over the years change their belief systems or completely quit believing in something altogether. The class actually opened with the Old Testament. He opened with it in a very interesting way, a way that I had never heard. And we actually talked about the creation story that we read about in Genesis. And then we talked about the creation stories that other religions had and how they actually compared together. It's very interesting that there's many cultures, even very small religions that no one practices anymore, that had a very similar creation story. I find that interesting. I find that very interesting because that tells me that somewhere along the line, there were some human beings that knew the truth. Maybe they didn't accept that there was one central God, but they knew there was one central creator. creator. I found that very interesting. In a later podcast episode, I plan on talking a lot more about my experience in this class. I also plan on talking about the different site visits that we had to do. For me, I chose to visit a Jewish synagogue, an Islamic temple, and a Hindu temple, and a Catholic church, being that I'm Protestant. All of these experiences were very, very different, and yet, in a very strange way, they were uniquely similar. But there was one difference that I realized that made the most difference to me, to my heart, and to my life, both personally and publicly. The difference is that every single religion that we talked about, that we visited, believed that there was some great being, some great man, some great prophet, some, some great goddess or god. But they all believed that at some point they were defeated or they died or they went to some far, far away place. And they're not reachable. And yet, they have to try, we have to try, to reach that person through various good deeds, through various works, or we try to be like that person. The difference in Christianity and all the world's religions that I had the opportunity to dive into just a little bit is that we believe that Jesus Christ is still alive. And we actually believe that he's still walking around today. The difference is he may not be in a flesh and bone body, but he's still alive. If that's true, then that changes everything. And that should change the way you and I believe and how we live day to day, both at church, both at the college campus, and at work, in the office, in the plant, in the garage, and at home. If Jesus is alive and he's still on the earth today, then that means I have access to him 24 hours, 7 days a week. And I don't have to go to some building or sanctuary or or place of refuge to reach him, though I may feel him very differently in those places. He's with me right now as I sit and record this. He's with you as you listen to this driving down the road or, or on your break at work or taking a walk or wherever you may be. He's with us right now. That's the difference between Christianity and every religion any belief system that claims this or that or claims not to believe in anything at all are even those that take little pieces from all of the above. That is the defining factor of my life.
Hi everyone, you are in the middle of listening to the Millennial Preacher Podcast. I wanted to break and take just a second to say thank you for being a listener. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Ryan the Millennial Preacher. Also, I wanted to remind you that our brand new website is launching this summer. On that website, you'll find how to get in contact with me, how to request me as a speaker. Also, you can find my blog and many other useful information that is completely free and just one more tool in your toolbox. Thank you for being a listener, and now let's get right back to the podcast. So, you may be asking at this point, what is the Millennial Preacher? How can it help? What is the point of this podcast? What is the point of the website? What is the point of the blog? Well, let me put a little bit of clarity on that. We will forever be evolving and adapting to what's happening in our world, in our society, and in this generation. I hope that listeners and blog post lookers won't just be Christians. I pray that it won't even just be millennials. I pray that this will help all generations, any generations that are willing to listen, and all different people from all different walks of life. But I think that there's some truths that we may be missing. I fear there's some truths that's, that's kind of being deleted from our society and in our culture. Do I claim to be some great evangelist? Absolutely not. Do I claim to be the prophet to the nations or even my generation? Of course not. But I do believe and I feel this great call from God to be just one more voice that's willing to stand up and step up for truth. We're going to be talking about hard topics. We're going to be talking about different subjects that most Christians, that most preachers, that most podcasts won't or refuse to talk about. We're going to be talking about mental illness. We're going to be talking about anxiety, depression, addiction. We're going to be talking about different religions. We're going to be talking about different denominations. What's true? What's false? What's the good things that are found within them? And what is maybe not so good about them? We're going to be talking about those different things. We're also going to have various interviews with different people from all walks of life and different age gaps. I don't want you to think that this is just a millennial complaining. That's certainly not the point. That's certainly not the goal. But we are going to be talking about some different things within the millennial generation. I hope that we can bridge the gap between our generation, the generation to come after us, and the generations that have went before us. I don't discount listening to spiritual mothers and fathers, and I certainly don't want to neglect the generation that's coming after us. That's what the millennial preacher is. Again, I don't claim to be somebody great and wonderful, but I do believe that God has a purpose and a reasoning for you listening and me talking right now. I hope the millennial preacher will be a helpful guide for you. We are launching a website, as you probably heard during our little commercial break there. We're going to be launching this website sometime in the summer of 2019. And this website, I believe, is going to be a hub of multiple things. I believe you're going to hear some some very creative speakers and some very creative uh, blog posts and things like that, not just from me, but from so many others. It'll be a direct link to me, and you can reach me that way, but there'll be so many more of the things on there. I'm going to be posting teaching. I'm going to be posting preaching messages and other things that I think can help and encourage you. But again, we're also going to be talking about some of the more difficult topics that maybe you don't hear on a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night. Topics that we can go a little bit further into because in these moments, 
It's just me and you and whoever my guest is that day. I hope that it will be a daily dose of encouragement for you, and I hope that it will be a positive source, a positive tool that you can put in your toolbox on your personal journey of discovering or just being curious about Jesus Christ. I hope that it will be as if me and you is sitting down in your favorite coffee shop, sipping on espresso, and just talking about life and real things. We're going to be posting this show very soon. We hope to be on Apple Podcast. We'll be on Stitcher. We'll be on some other different outlets. And I hope that if you find this interesting or encouraging, you subscribe and you listen every week. We're working out the details of exactly when the new shows will be published, but you can find out all that information really quickly by following me on social media. I want to end every single show with a prayer, so if it's all right with you, I'd like to pray for you. Father, I thank you for every single listener. I thank you for everyone that will be listening when they're having a really hard time, a really difficult time. I thank you for every listener that's on the top of the mountain and having some of the best days of their lives. I thank you for every person that that is struggling right now that may be listening, that this may be a source of encouragement and hope found in Jesus. I hope and pray, Lord, that this will reach the millennial generation, but I pray that it will bridge that gap between the generations that's come before us and those that's come that will come after us. Father, we love you. May we never neglect your gospel, your love, and your grace. We thank you, God, for this moment. We thank you for the moments that are coming after this one. God, we thank you, and I bless every single person under the sound of my voice, either right now or maybe at a much later date. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope that today was encouraging. I hope that you found this a very interesting and intriguing experience. And I look forward to us meeting again, once again, right here at the Millennial Preacher Podcast. Until next time, I'm Ryan Roberts, signing off. I'll see you later.